Did you know that Jesus was Jewish? You might be asking, what does that mean for your Christian faith? Watch today and discover how understanding the Jewish roots of your faith and your connection to Israel and the Jewish people can transform your life and the way you read the Bible. Coming up on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice. I'm Jonathan Burness and I'm joined by my co-host Ezra Benjamin. Well, as many of us approach life, we struggle to find a balance between work and rest. We live in a fast-paced society and many of us don't take time to rest. That can lead to exhaustion, hmm. illness, and will actually make you less productive in life. As for God really cares that we rest. In fact, we don't work for rest, we work out of rest. We work from rest. We work from rest. Yeah. And uh, you were making a point earlier to me that the Jewish uh, day starts with rest. Talk about that. The Jewish, yeah, the Jewish week, in fact, starts with rest. It's really, it's really the seventh day of the week on God's calendar when it says in Genesis 2 that God rested. And actually, Jonathan, the, the, the seventh day of the week, called in Hebrew the Shabbat, or we translate it the Sabbath, is the first thing in all creation that God calls holy. But God makes this distinction. I'm going to work for six days. I'm going to create the, the heavens and the earth for six days. But then the seventh day, I'm going to cease from my creative work. And I'm going to enjoy the goodness of what, I, of what I've made. And then we see actually through Moses and the Ten Commandments, the Fourth Commandment says, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. So there's this invitation, really a commandment for the Jewish people, but an invitation for all of us to, along with God, cease from our creative work one day a week and to enjoy the goodness and the abundance of what he's made. And I think as much as it's an invitation, God knows the way he made you and me. He knows that we need to rest. Jonathan, our society, I mean, I'm thinking with smartphones now and the barrage of emails and, and ads and promotions coming your way from every, from every direction. When's the last time society invited you to take a break? It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. And as a result, we're actually less productive. Right. We're, our families are being torn apart. Sure and Shabbat becomes an anchor day to rest and to bring family together. That's right. God actually set this day apart. He declared right. Shabbat, the day of rest, to be a holy day. Right. It's set apart right. from all other days. And that's actually the idea in Hebrew. Maybe you've heard this before, maybe you haven't, but the word in Hebrew for holy is kadosh, and literally it means set apart unto the Lord. And God makes this distinction one day of the week uh, on the Hebrew calendar, on the Jewish calendar, it's because the Jewish day begins at sundown, not in the morning when the sun rises. It's Friday at sunset until Saturday at sunset on the Jewish calendar. He says, I'm setting this apart. I'm saying this is kadosh. This belongs to me. This is holy. Yeah. It's time for us yeah. to remember who he is and that yeah. he rests. This is not about legalism. This sure. is not about uh, keeping the law. It's, it's unfortunate that we even have to talk about that because of this grace versus law distinction that sure. somehow they're in, con sure. they're, they're in opposition. Uh, certainly salvation through the works of the law is clearly wrong. It's by sure. grace that we're saved through faith, but, but Shabbat is a grace. And this is a blessing that I, I honestly missed for many years until sure. 
I was a husband and parent and yeah. realized this is an important childhood uh, observance that I need to return to. Yeah. You know, Jonathan, I'm thinking, I'll, I'll kind of share a testimony here. Years ago, probably five years ago now, and I was at Jewish Voice, and I was doing the work of the Lord, right? We're all, you know, doing ministry, and there's always more to do. And I was running myself ragged. And one day, it was actually, it was a Shabbat. It was a Saturday afternoon. I remember it. It was during Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles. And I was praying, reading my Bible, and I said, God, I just need a rest. I just need a season of rest. And I felt like the Lord spanked me on the behind a little bit. He said, I gave you rest every week, but you don't take it. Why don't you start there? And I was, I was rebuked, but it was a loving rebuke. And so that weekend, actually, I started again to set aside that one day a week for rest as holy. It belongs to the Lord and he's given it to us as a gift. My life has never been the same. Let me throw out an idea for you. What about a day that you spend hmm. with your family you spend with the Lord and you actually turn off your phone, turn off your laptop. Hmm. Actually consider don't even, not even answering the phone. Just, just think about this. And actually recharging and spending time with family. Yeah. Think about that. Maybe it's novel to you. Well, that's a Jewish thing. It's interesting that this is the fourth commandment Right. Uh, of the Ten Commandments. And I'm sure most of us watching would say, of course the Ten Commandments is still right. in effect. Of course murder's wrong. Of course we should honor our parents. Right. Of Don't course lie. we shouldn't lie, right. right? Right. But then you have the fourth, keep the Sabbath. Right. And people say, well, that, that was law time. Now it's grace time. But maybe the Lord actually knows how he made us and he actually knows we need rest. Yeah. Maybe we're actually supposed to keep the Shabbat, not as legalism, but to actually accept the invitation to enter into God's rest. I think it'll change your life. Not only that, it can change your family. Can change our families indeed. You know, I'm, somebody said to me years ago, Jonathan, and it's really become a way of remembering what the spirit of the Shabbat, the Sabbath is. And they said, God can do more through us in his strength in six days than we can do in our own strength and striving in seven days. And you know, I, I, you have children, I don't have children yet, but my wife and I are thinking about what life will be like when we do. And we're asking, what's the life that we're gonna model for our kids? And if, if we don't take a Sabbath day, what we're modeling is that we're actually slaves to our to-do list. We're slaves to the demands of life. But think about the generation shaping blessing that you and I can model if we actually cease one day. Because what we're saying is we belong to the Lord. We don't belong to our to-do lists. There's a higher authority in our life than the demands coming to us. Yeah, and we're not, we're not suggesting some legalistic adherence. Right. We're talking about resting, just resting. Yeah. We're, not, we're not laboring to make a living. We're not, we're not engaging in our, in our vocation in my case, your case, in ministry, sure. uh, which is what we do right. every day. The things that we do every day mm -hmm. as part of our professional life mm -hmm. or ministry call, we're setting aside to just focus on the Lord, focus on our families. And, you know, we do a lot of things that are fun. Mm -hmm. We do fun things. Sure. You know, our, our family Bible studies are fun. Right. We, we love doing it. 
and uh, it's really been something that's kept our family together. And I want to tell you, it's one thing to have kids, it's another thing to have teenage kids. Hmm. Right moms and dads, right grandparents, <laughs> they're running in different directions. Sure. And Shabbat, to keep them home, to gather together for that Shabbat dinner, really makes a difference. Hmm. We have to be intentional, I think, about countering the culture that pulls us apart. Right. I think the enemy wants to destroy the family unit. I don't think it, I know it. And Shabbat is one way to preserve the family unit. Amen. Amen. To actually uh, ground the family unit. It, 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 re it roots the family unit. And maybe those watching today are asking, uh, how do I connect with that idea that, that the Sabbath, Shabbat, is supposed to be a blessing to my family? Jonathan, for, for our partners, those who are able to stand with us today in getting involved to introduce Jewish people and their neighbors to the real rest of God that comes through Yeshua, Jesus, we have some great teaching materials, super accessible, practical teaching materials about this topic of the Shabbat and how to enter into it. I, I love these materials and something that we've just created to help you to actually observe yep. Shabbat with your family. Now, mothers, grandmothers, you can be a force that brings your families together around the Shabbat table. And so we're providing what we call a Shabbat kit. Uh, we have a great book of blessings, so you don't have to be creating blessings, but there's traditional blessings and they have great meaning for us. So the, the first thing in our kit are the candles. We don't, the, the candle holders, you can find the candles just about anywhere. But the woman of the house lights the candles and prays for the Shabbat and thanks God for kindling the Sabbath lights, which actually establishes Shabbat as set apart. Mm -hmm. And then of course we bless the, we have a, a beautiful holder for the bread. You're not getting the bread. You got to find a place find, that has find good some fresh, some fresh or, make, or get a good recipe. Right. But we have the the, uh, the the plate to hold the bread, which is also a great cutting board for the bread. But we break bread together as a family, and we thank God for providing the bread from the earth. It also alludes to Yeshua, the bread of life, Jesus, the bread of life. We thank God for the fruit of the vine. We provide this cup and we're blessing God for the fruit of the vine and we're reminded uh, he's the vine, we're the branches. And then we're praying over, we have a nice cover for this too, by yep. the way. It says the Shabbat, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Peace and a you. book that we've just created, Shabbat, a sacred rhythm of rest. We'll take you through all this and then you pray over the kids and the kids pray over the parents and the grandparents. And this is how you begin, by blessing each other. And I wanna tell you, you will feel the difference right away. Uh, and you'll, feel, you'll, you'll experience rest and you'll experience your family drawing closer together. We need this, you need this in your life. So I really wanna encourage you to, uh, to get involved partner with Jewish Voice, become a monthly Shalom partner, and we'll get this whole kit out to you as our way of saying thank you and blessing you. So pick up the phone and call, get online. We need your partnership and you need these products that we're offering this week. Shabbat is more than a tradition. It's a weekly gift. It's an invitation from God to stop, recharge, and build a foundation of prayer and blessing 
for you, and perhaps more importantly, for the next generation. Life today runs at a breakneck speed that seems only to get faster. The truth is, most of us don't know how to rest. Shabbat, the Sabbath, offers you the stability of a regular intentional time to find new purpose in the haven of a loving God. Does that sound like exactly what you need? Make a gift of $40 or more, and we'll send you two books to anchor your weekly day of rest. New from Jewish Voice, Sacred Rhythm of Rest helps slow the rapid speed of life in today's world. This new resource will guide you into the life-changing weekly gift of Shabbat. The book, Blessings for Family and Friends, provides life-giving words that will unite families, strengthen believers, and heal relationships. You can use these blessings every time you gather and break bread. Become a new Shalom Partner for $50 a month. And we'll deliver to your door the complete new Jewish Voice Shabbat Kit you'll receive candlestick holders to help set apart your Sabbath, a wine glass representing the fruit of the vine, a breadboard engraved with the fourth commandment, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy, and the challah cover inscribed with the words Shabbat Shalom to remind you of how you can find peace and rest in God. Plus, along with a kit, New Shalom Partners will receive both books, the new guidebook and book of blessings to help you experience the gift of Shabbat 52 times a year. As a Shalom Partner, we pledge 100% of your gift goes directly towards ministry work, bringing the truth of God's word to Jewish people and their neighbors around the world. I wanna encourage you to become a monthly Shalom Partner with us here at Jewish Voice. The greatest blessing you can give a Jewish person is the good news of the gospel. It's the good news that Jesus, Yeshua, is their Messiah. Jesus himself said that he came to seek and save that which was lost. And God's desire is to see all Jewish people and communities come back to him. So if you wanna bless the Jewish people, bless them by becoming a monthly partner here at Jewish Voice. Will you begin this week finding God's rest in your weekly Shabbat? Will you call, write, or go online to jewishvoice.tv and make a gift to partner in this important work? We pray in the name of Jesus, Yeshua, that you'll take these important steps of faith. On behalf of the many Jewish people whose lives you will touch, thank you so much. Welcome back. I want to thank all of you for your support of Jewish Voice. It is greatly appreciated by uh, Myself, Ezra, and our entire staff, we're so grateful for you. We couldn't do what we do without you. Well, Ezra, many of our viewers heard us discuss Jewish culture in the celebration of Shabbat and rest, but for those who are not Jewish, uh, what practices are applicable to implement God's rest in our life. Sure. Let's talk we'll, about that. We'll spend That's... a few minutes, Jonathan. We don't have much time, but we're gonna look real, real quickly at some elements that in almost any Jewish home in the world, no matter what country, Israel or where Jewish people are scattered among the nations, anywhere the Shabbat, the Sabbath is being observed, there's gonna be some kind of foundational things going on at that Friday night at sunset when Jewish people uh, welcome in that Sabbath day. And the first that I'm thinking of, Jonathan, is that the woman of the house will light candles. 
uh, and she'll say a blessing over the home. And the idea of lighting the candles, it's not, it's not actually a biblical commandment to light candles, but why we do that in the Jewish tradition is to make a distinction, is to say something's beginning here. And that comes from that scripture that we looked at earlier in the program from Genesis 2, that God that God set apart the, the seventh day of the week, the Shabbat. He ceased from his labor and he called it Kadosh. He called it holy, set apart for his purposes. And so the woman of the house will take uh, candlesticks, usually traditionally two, and she'll light those candles and say, I'm declaring that my, my household is distinguishing this day, is setting apart this day as holy unto the Lord. That's yeah, the first thing. It, it's a beautiful thing. Uh, it, Anytime we light the candles, there's also the idea that we're bringing light into the house. Exactly. You know, that's what I love about Hanukkah is we have the servant candle and each night we're lighting an additional ca uh, candle yeah. and it's getting brighter and brighter right. and it reminds us that Jesus is the light of the world. Exactly. And we've been called to be light. So it's a beautiful tradition. Now, let me talk about the bread. This is a sure. challah. Uh, it's a braided bread. Uh, what would you call it, an egg bread? Yeah, but yeah. It's, it's different a, people make it different ways, but big, uh, yeasty kind of bread, symbol of abundance. But here's the prayer that he prayed and the prayer that we pray on Shabbat and include for you, Baruch HaTadonai, Eloheinu Melech Olam, Chamotzi Lechem Min Haaretz. Listen to the translation. Blessed are you, O Lord our God, King of the universe, who brings forth bread from the earth. Yeah. Now think of, the, think of the, the imagery of that. Think of how deep this is. We're thanking God for the bread, but also bringing forth bread from the earth. Is that an allusion to the bread of life who will be brought forth from the earth in resurrection? Right. I don't know, but it's what, what great meaning. Right, Yeshua what said, I'm the bread of life. And so we're thanking God for actually creating a world that brings mm. forth what we need for sustenance. I love That's that. That's what we're doing when we're blessing the bread. I love that. And we're doing that on Shabbat in particular as a family. And we're also praying over the fruit of the vine. Right. Another prayer that has such great meaning, Baruch Adonai, Eloheinu Melech Olam, Borei Pri Hagafen. Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of the universe, who creates the fruit of the vine. Right. Now, that should bring immediate recognition of the words of Yeshua, who I think was alluding to this prayer. He was breaking bread and blessing the fruit of the vine mm -hmm. and declared, I am the vine. Right. You are the branches. I want you to see how all of this connects to our relationship with the Lord, our relationship with Jesus as our Savior, as our Messiah, as our Redeemer, this is a great tradition. This yep. is not the law. This is not bondage. Exactly. It's this symbols is celebration. that point to the goodness of the Lord. And two things, you know, we think about in, in our household, Jonathan, are the, the bread and the wine. Bread is, is the idea of what we need, right? It's the stuff of life. And God is the God who provides the stuff of life. Wine or grape juice, fruit of the vine, we don't need that. It's, it's a symbol of overflowing abundance, right? Of fruitfulness. And God's the God of overflowing abundance too. So we're blessing the Lord who gives us what we need to live and the God of more than enough. Such a cool yeah. image. And when we're doing it, we're, doing a, we're, we're following the scripture to teach our children. Right. impart to our children. Don't leave the responsibility of 
spiritual growth for your children to your youth pastor, okay? Yeah. This, is a, this is a home project, and uh, you need to take this seriously. This is part of Jewish tradition and custom and life that should be applied by every follower of Jesus mm. that you are imparting to your children, you're teaching them, uh, in everything you do. That's right. And so when we're breaking the bread, giving God thanks, when we're blessing God for the fruit of the vine, our kids are seeing this. And I, I shared the story that right. when my youngest daughter was about three years old and she knew it was Shabbat, she would race to the door where everything, the drawer where everything was kept and she would start bringing out all these elements. Yeah, yeah, and think about that, right? The, the generations who come after us need to be blessed. They need your blessing. They need our blessing. Why not do that once a week on a Shabbat? It's an invitation to bless and to be blessed. Yeah, and it, and it will change the dynamic of your family. The yeah. enemy wants to pull your family apart. God's saying, come back together. Root your family, and Shabbat is a family anchor, a family root. We need to bless our families, Jonathan, and unfortunately in the culture we're in where there's so much divisive, negative language coming out of our mouths, maybe language of blessing is unfamiliar to us. We want to get you this book and some other fantastic resources, a Shabbat kit we'll talk more about into your hands today. Super practical ways to bless your family, to bless your husband, to bless your wife, to bless your children and grandkids, not just on Shabbat, but especially on Shabbat on that Sabbath day. Bless I, your family. I, I love the resources we're offering this week. I love the blessing book by my Good friend, Dr. John Gar, prayers for the sp You don't have to make them up. They're right in this book and they're right. beautiful. We also have created a Jewish voice, uh, Sabbath, a sacred uh, rhythm of rest that will actually take you through Shabbat. I'm telling you, this could be the thing that brings your family back together. We also right. have what we're calling a Shabbat kit, which includes the uh, the holder for the bread, you put the bread, it's a cutting board for the bread, a cover for the bread, right. the, uh, the, the cup for the Shabbat, um, uh, fruit of the vine, whether sure. it's wine or grape juice, the candle holders. So you can actually observe this in your home. We wanna get these resources out to you today so that you can observe the beauty, the joy, an invitation. That's right. To actually have a Shabbat table with your family, break bread together, bless each other, bring everybody together from the scurrying of the week and start blessing each other and eating together and talking together and it can change everything. Mothers, grandmothers, you may be the impetus for this. So make it happen. We don't sell these. We want to sow them into your life as you sow into this ministry to help us reach Jewish people and their neighbors. We need your partnership, so please get involved. Here's how. Shabbat is more than a tradition. It's a weekly gift. It's an invitation from God to stop, recharge, and build a foundation of prayer and blessing for you, and perhaps more importantly, for the next generation. Life today runs at a breakneck speed that seems only to get faster. The truth is, most of us don't know how to rest. Shabbat, the Sabbath, offers you the stability of a regular intentional time to find new purpose in the haven of a loving God. Does that sound like exactly what you need? Make a gift of $40 or more 
and we'll send you two books to anchor your weekly day of rest. New from Jewish Voice, Sacred Rhythm of Rest helps slow the rapid speed of life in today's world. This new resource will guide you into the life-changing weekly gift of Shabbat. The book, Blessings for Family and Friends, provides life-giving words that will unite families, strengthen believers, and heal relationships. You can use these blessings every time you gather and break bread. Become a new Shalom Partner for $50 a month. And we'll deliver to your door the complete new Jewish Voice Shabbat kit. You'll receive candlestick holders to help set apart your Sabbath, a wine glass representing the fruit of the vine, a breadboard engraved with the fourth commandment, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy, and the challah cover inscribed with the words Shabbat Shalom to remind you of how you can find peace and rest in God. Plus, along with a kit, New Shalom Partners will receive both books, the new guidebook and book of blessings to help you experience the gift of Shabbat 52 times a year. As a Shalom Partner, we pledge 100% of your gift goes directly towards ministry work, bringing the truth of God's word to Jewish people and their neighbors around the world. I wanna encourage you to become a monthly Shalom Partner with us here at Jewish Voice. The greatest blessing you can give a Jewish person is the good news of the gospel. It's the good news that Jesus, Yeshua, is their Messiah. Jesus himself said that he came to seek and save that which was lost. And God's desire is to see all Jewish people and communities come back to him. So if you wanna bless the Jewish people, bless them by becoming a monthly partner here at Jewish Voice. Will you begin this week finding God's rest in your weekly Shabbat? Will you call, write, or go online to jewishvoice.tv and make a gift to partner in this important work? We pray in the name of Jesus, Yeshua, that you'll take these important steps of faith. On behalf of the many Jewish people whose lives you will touch, thank you so much. We leave time in every program to pray together for the needs we've received. We've received so many prayer requests this week. Maybe you have a real need you sent a prayer request or didn't, we want to agree with you right now because God is listening and he responds to prayer, especially when we agree together in faith. So Ezra, we just have a minute. Will you lift up the needs and they're so vast. I will. Many of you need a touch from God. Yeah. So we want you to receive right now. So reach out to. in faith. Yeah, let's just invite the presence of the Lord. Lord, we thank you, Yeshua, that you say your yoke is easy and your burden is light. And so for those who are feeling heavy, weary, and heavy laden today. Lord, we pray that your perfect rest and your perfect shalom, your perfect peace, which surpasses understanding, would guard their hearts yes, and their Lord. minds in you, the Messiah, Jesus, Yeshua, the Savior, the light of the world, the Prince of Peace. Lord, we thank you that a rest for your people yes, remains Lord. and it's in you. So we pray, Lord, you, Lord, that we could do a divine exchange right yes. now. All our anxieties, all the not yets, the things we're worried about, Lord, we exchange those for your rest yes, and your peace right now in Yeshua's name. And thank you Jesus that you're more than name. able to meet our need. Yes. Amen. amen and amen. Just receive that. That's for you. God cares about you. Well, our website offers more information about Shabbat. It's Jewish Voice, one more, jewishvoice.tv to find more resources, jewishvoice.tv.
Our team here at Jewish Voice is committed to read your prayer request and pray for you by name because we believe in the power of prayer and we care about you. And more importantly, God cares about you. Well, as we close our program today, I wanna to remind you to do your part, which is to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible says, may they prosper who love thee in Psalm 122, six. So be a watchman on the walls of Jerusalem and pray for Israel and the Jewish people. Until next time, this is Jonathan Burnus and Ezra Benjamin saying shalom and God bless you.